<clears throat> Hello and welcome to I'm on my period piece. I'm Lindsay. I'm Molly. And we're the Sherman sisters. Trying a cool new thing this week where we hold our microphones. And they're not really handheld, so we're uh, kind of doing the like prices right. Yeah. Uh, like microphone wand yeah. sort of look. Yeah. But you know, maybe it'll cut back on some of the little bumps. Maybe. It creaks. The, we'll see. This table loves to creak. You might just hear it hit my chin several times. You know, I probably could just shell out $20 and get a better table, but I haven't done it yet. No, you know, it occurs to me that no one knows what it's like, <laughs> and they don't know that we've been recording this on a card table in your bedroom. Yeah, for like, low these four but years. in another sense, they absolutely do Oh, know. they can hear it. Yeah. yeah. The little, like, th- thud, thud, thud. The third whore on this podcast. <laughs> it surely is. <clears throat> that and our... Yeah. Sounds, and our swallowing sounds, which are, yeah. sadly, I, I report... Well, you, gotta ha- you gotta throw a little bone the pervert's way. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing a lot of bones those ways, they're, apparently. They're, they're a big part of our demo, probably. Probably. Yeah. Um. Anyways, this week we watched a movie that just effing shreds god dude it just still rules <laughs> when harry met sally i contend a perfect movie actually it is a perfect movie um but before we dive into that mm. let's sync up bitch please what have you been up to i know a lot thank you for asking Ooh, <laughs> i know a lot i'm ready for ready for you to discuss your uh, exploits well okay i went hunting mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not for the first time this mm-hmm. past weekend i think actually the third or fourth but, but your first like my first successful. successful hunting trip i with with mine i and mine gun mm-hmm. uh that's not mine but anyway yeah uh, dad's gun but dad's gun uh i killed a deer i killed a buck she felled a I f- forest creature i felled a six pointer um not a huge dude maybe 75 pounds six points is a lot though yeah yeah they were like the, the last two were pretty small. They were developing. Okay. Um, so he, he was a young man. He's a young man. That okay. I, uh, it was a quick death. Okay. Immediately hit the ground, sort of like jazz hands yeah. for about 10 seconds. Okay. And then that was that on that. Man. Was there um, a lot of blood? Is that a gross question? No. Before you field dress it, you don't see a lot of blood. You just, Wow. And, it, and actually, it looks kind of fake. Really? It's very bright. It looks like uh, movie set blood. Hmm. Did you feel that you were in a simulation? You love... Playing a video game? <laughs> to plant the seed in my mind. It's glitch talk hours. Particularly when I'm already in a vulnerable Delta 8 state <laughs> that I'm in a Truman situation. Yeah. I'm more than comfortable with simulation theory, but Truman, I don't like. Yeah. I really don't. I didn't even say that this time. You I just know. took it there. I'm just thinking about it. You said it. before you say it. Before girl. you say it. Don't say it. Uh-uh-uh. <laughs> no, ma'am. Um, you'd be such a psychopath if this was a Truman show and mm-hmm. you were the one on there gaslighting me about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that wow. would be something to think about. Guest starring a Gemini. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's so true. Um, oh, man. Okay. So you caught your... Oh. I... <laughs> <laughs> you shot your deer. Load it up. <laughs> yes, I shot a deer. I uh, myself could not do the field dressing mm-hmm. because the yucky. Nice yucky. Um, I will say, like, Craig grabbed the antlers and, uh-huh. like, pulled its head up to show it to me. And then I, like, I saw its, like, dead eyes and then, like, a tongue hanging out. And I was like, Craig, no, 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 no. Like, it's something about it yeah. like, messed me up for a second. And I told Anna that later. This yeah. Not, she also shot a buck that day. It was not her first. She, yeah. you know, grew up on that land. Right. 
And she was like, it really does get you that feeling. And yeah. she was like, you know, when I shot one, I said a small prayer to the woods just now. And I was Aww. like, oh, that's really beautiful. That's really nice. Yeah. yeah. But y'all are going to eat the venison, huh? Yes. I took Damn. it to a butcher. Mm-hmm. Um, I can get much grosser with this. No, I don't need to. I don't need <laughs> uh, you to do. I watched all the field dressing. It was like surgical theater for me. Oh, God. It was, in, it was interesting. That, I think, helped me make peace with a lot of it. But I remember when we were kids and Ashley was babysitting one time. She was watching some random channel that mm-hmm. somehow our TV had that, like, broadcast an open heart surgery. This, this happened, I think, more than once, where she was like... That was, like, the, the trend at the time. Yeah, just to watch a surgery or whatever. I think it was, like... And she was like, my brother's had one of these, so... Whoa! Yeah, her oldest has had open heart when he was a kid. How did I do that? And um, so she was, like, fascinated by watching it, but I was like... Like, I just don't, like gore I so much I don't care for it either yeah just how at some point this weekend I casually referred to Ren and Stimpy as body horror <laughs> and then it was like you it know is. I wish my sister was here to agree with me yeah it's no it's absolutely body horror uh, oh it's so yucky it's so yucky there's a lot of like disgusting talk about various secretions like pustules yeah the show it's not just like poop it's like earwax you know yeah oh and they love like a diseased looking sort of thing oh it's disgusting it's a really gross show you know mom and dad like forbade us to watch that and i was like fine aesthetic grounds truly yeah like i mean also it was one of those that parents were like clutching their pearls about so they probably heard people be like oh ren and stimpy is the worst of the worst and they were like okay but there was also what was that other one that nobody was like Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. That's the one. Yeah. Which is so funny. I bet if I watched it... Maybe we were allowed to watch Red and Stimpy. If we were... I feel like maybe we weren't. I don't think we were. But we did watch it at Granny George's because she didn't know any better. Okay, period. She... I remember like, log, log. It's big. It's heavy. It's wood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that came up this weekend. Yeah. And Egg Yokio. Uh-huh. What the hell were they on? I know, dude. <laughs> that, whole, that whole period of time, like, Rocco's Modern Life. Okay, also, also body gross. horror. Also body horror. Yeah. But, yeah, we I just give you, like, a cringe. And how that was different. I think what was gross Maybe it was about, not kind, but degree. Yeah. You know? Rocco, like, the aesthetic of the town was very much, like, a brand new bedroom community mm-hmm. to, like, phoenix yeah like it was like yes seemingly in the desert but not terribly scenic yeah and the whole thing felt really like yicky yeah no i just didn't care for show it is a gross show oh and all real monsters that was kind of fun though that had some fashion it did but they loved it they loved the design they had a design moment you know that was classy super yeah it was yeah there's a lot well so it was rugrats people forget so it was Rugrats as oh, well. Yeah. You know. Rugrats was absolutely the moment. Oh, that was, was the girl. Kid. That was the girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um that was when the girls were girling. Period. Famously. <laughs> Craig and I were discussing my varied athletic history uh recently and I was like, okay, was, you know, I really did like basically a, Mom and Dad really did say sampler they platter. Said, they said try them all. <laughs> um, we don't want you to commit to anything before you like it. I I remembered that I think my softball team was called the Rugrats. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was very much like the little girls decided that name. Yeah. Like, t- entertainment's Rugrats. Yes. Is for us. TM. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> Supo production over Thank here. Um, so, yes, I we took it to a butcher mm-hmm. the next day. Um, 
family-run shop. They were Good really for you sweet. for remembering where we were, where we got there from. Can you believe? I know. Yeah. Your mind. <laughs> My mind. Um, that also was fascinating. Yeah. That whole thing. Took yeah, the, took the head off our deer because my husband is now going to do DIY taxidermy on this. Man, that's brave. I mean, it's just he's taking it down to the skull and the horns. I know it's so yucky. You wouldn't, you wouldn't believe the horrors on my back porch. Oh my god! I oh. like refuse to look at. I'm not going to look camp in the eye on this one. No, I'm not. It's not happening. I feel a little bit. Um, like a mm, like a brat because like okay I definitely killed the deer but then afterwards I was like I don't care what you do with it I'm not going to look at it no you know what if he wants to make an art project out of this yeah and he, he can gets meat out of it too exactly yeah exactly I think it seems like an ideal sort of an arrangement <laughs> as long as he's not like why won't you help me strip this deer you killed you know yeah then I think. I think Craig is going to enjoy himself. He is. He's currently really... I mean, Taylor's over there right now. Oh, boy. They're, They're really just having a hoot and the, huh? The boys are boying. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, it just reminded me, at some point this past weekend, um, I was, like, around a fire on Delta 8. Yeah. And... Um, no. Right. <laughs> we were uh, discussing that, like, the high school that's literally down the street from me is apparently, like, number one in the state. And no one knew, like, their football team really turned around. They had some, like, inspiring story. Incredible. And this is, like, the kind of joke that's only funny when you're on Delta A. But yeah. I was like, you know why, guys? Like, I didn't want to talk about it, but I've been mentoring those boys, like, <laughs> all year. You know, I just sort of come down there, tell them to hustle up. Yeah. Teach yeah. them about some stuff. Yeah. You know. Man. Just really, like, giving them life lessons. Yeah. And I think they find it valuable. And they need that from that a 30-year-old 30 30 woman yeah, uh-huh. who's never played so. football. Absolutely. I think they like it. Because it's not about football. It's about life. It's about life. And I know. It's about drive. It's about power. Because I've been alive for 13 years longer than you. Mm-hmm. They, I wonder, through the eyes of the babes, like mm-hmm. uh, how old 30, 30. seems. Oh, when probably you're ancient. Probably ancient. I feel, I feel like when I was 17, I thought, oh my God, 30 is... You might as well die. <laughs> you know. Now that I'm thinking about it, like as a Fiona Apple stan, yeah, in um, high school, like I remember when I saw that she was 28, I was like, she's got two good years left, <laughs> and then she can't be a musician anymore. Isn't that terrible? Because really, I think everything gets so much more fun when you're 30. I've been 30 for uh, six months. Six months at this point. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Big fan. Love Huge my third floor. Fan. Yeah. I love it. Oh, my God. And I've heard that your 40s are great, too. So I'm I just vibing. To Rhine River cruising. Rhine River cruising. I think the rest of this, you know. Sort of probably, life. Probably going to go pretty good. Yeah. Hope so. Yeah. Yeah. One, one can, can hope. One yeah. can hope. Anyway, tired. Yeah. home from that, you know. Did y'all, were y'all gone two nights? Yes. So you came back Sunday. We came back Sunday. Whew. Yeah. It was a good time and comfort, though. It yeah. was hopping. Yeah. Like people, well, I'm sure. It's the opening weekend, right? Well, yeah, but I think also, like, I don't know. They, they're starting to get some spillover from, Oh, like, from Fredericksburg and stuff. Think, but, like, yeah. I guess they're establishing, like, a... Maybe this has always been the case with, like, a bit of a reputation as an antiquing town. Oh. Because their tagline is, Antique Town, Bright Future. Oh, that's cute. I, right? Good job to whatever marketing firm came up with that. I know. That's very cute. They have this, like, sick, huge antique 
shop there that like you should definitely Is it one of those like haunted liminal spaces though? No. Because you know there's that one in Austin. Yeah, it's not that kind of vibe. Do you know what it's I mean? It's more JoJo. Though? Did you Trip feel that? Yes. In that Austin Antiques Mall? Yeah, it's terrifying. It is so scary. There is dark energy there. Extremely. I kind of like, you know, I wonder like if a medium were to go in there, sort of what their yeah. whole experience would be. It casts a dark energy on mm-hmm. the... Um, the skating place next door, too. It does. Yeah. It feels like you're, like, in the clutches of something pretty gnarly. Yeah, it does. Over there. Very I depression era. Yeah. The energy is way off. Way, way off. <laughs> um. Just, what what an audience this is for. I know. Uh, we need I think to last week we talked about the dark at- energy at Austin Playland and skate. <laughs> well, we talked about the dark energy of our grandparents' house for at length last week. There and then I had a dream about here. it. Not that night, but later that week. Oh my god, this is not something I can discuss on air. Yeah. But I had a crazy dream about a family friend of ours. Oh, I want to hear. That I need to tell you after it, this. I want to hear the scandal that this person committed in your fictional dream. It would, it would blow your mind. I can't wait to hear it. <laughs> can't wait to hear it. Um, um, anyway, that's sort of what I have been up to. How are you? I'm doing great. You know, I this weather this weekend was lovely. We spent a lot of time outdoors. Hey, hey. The grass pollen is high, so I had a headache like the whole time. But Dog, me too. It's what it is. So um, we, Parker's parents and sister, were in town this weekend. So we went to Easy Tiger with them and the girls on Friday, and which was adorable. Like, it's one of those places. Kind of reminded me of the energy at like a Joe's Crab Shack when you were a kid. Yeah, where it's like this is definitely yes. like a very family friendly type of environment. Your kids are allowed to kind of run around shoeless if they want to. Mm-hmm. And we encourage mixing of kids between tables. Like, see if you guys can kind of all get in the mix. And so, like, all these adorable kids were just, like, playing with my girls. And this little, like, it's got, like, AstroTurf and part of the air. No, I'm getting that mixed up with the place we went to dinner on Saturday. But it's got, like, this little, like, um, bench thing that kids like to climb on because it's, like, shaped like a triangle. And they were, like, running around it. It was really cute. So Matilda and, like, a nearby table were, like, doing flamenco dancing and then Marigold and this other little girl were, like, playing with each other. And it was just very cute. It was Man. very sweet kind of a place. And then we went to Fortlandia on Saturday. Same kind of deal. Lots of, like, adorable children running around. Of course, the name Parker, as in my husband's name, he was born in 1987. But uh, that name has picked up a lot of steam in recent years. I don't think I knew this. Especially as a girl's name. I can see that. Um. So... Almost any time you go to a place that's, like, crowded with children, you'll hear someone being like, Parker, Parker. And I'm like, it always stop. you know, like, oh, my God. Do you feel like Dylan is a girl's name now? Yes. Yeah, right? I do feel that it has transcended that. Yeah. Huh. It's a really pretty name. I know more. I've seen more and more female Tylers, too. Really? Uh Uh-huh. Interesting. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't know that I've heard a lot of I mean, we're friends with a Michael. We are friends with a Michael. I was, that, and she's my age. Yeah. Maybe even a little bit older. Wow. Her parents, though. That's, that, that was a was choice. That was a ballsy choice, actually. She is, she is a Michael. Yeah. She's very cool. Yeah. Man. Man. I take Names are just granted. whatever. I think when I met her, it was like, oh, yeah, that's a, like, that's a woman's name. I've heard that. And then I'm like, no, I no, actually I never have. And I, I haven't since. <laughs> yeah. No. And but it makes cool. sense. I mean, it's like two letters off from Rachel, too. Isn't that right. funny? Right. M- Michael. Yeah. Is this Michael? <laughs> Oh, you're Rachel. <laughs> Anyways, we have fun here. <laughs> fun with the different ways you can pronounce CH on you this love podcast. 
to tweak a pronunciation. I do. It's, it's my favorite, favorite kind of joke. Favorite thing at this point. It's one of those jokes that hurts nobody. It, that's my favorite kind of joke. I truly love a joke that is not punching down. You like a, a soul. you love a victimless joke. I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's great. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, you know, who's going to be hurt by me singing choosing movements instead of chasing pavements? Nobody. And I think you'll find laugh? that it had staying power with me for <laughs> 10 plus years. And who's going to laugh at that? Me and my sister and yeah. probably nobody else. But Do you remember when we used to sing um, the edited version of I'm No Good by Amy Winehouse? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> my mom. It was like a wholesome version. Yeah, it was like upstairs in bed with my friend Roy. No, we said like upstairs playing chess, chess with my, my friend, friend He's being nice and, and that's, that's really nice. nice. <laughs> and just like singing it loud. So oh, we boy. would just sing right over it so mom couldn't hear that we were listening to a song about sex. Oh my God. As if she like didn't know. Right. You know, or cared because we were young adult women at that Say age. Say it loudly. <laughs> mm. What was it? Oh, yeah, never mind. I was remembering a joke you made last week, but um, <laughs> about the Anthro website. There was another, what was it? <laughs> they were, they oh, had like the a vibrators? fancy vibrator on the front page and you go, Anthro, my mom uses this website. It's <laughs> messed up. Yeah. Okay, I just remembered another one of those songs we used to do. It was, uh... <laughs> oh no. Oh, no, no, never mind. You and I wouldn't have done this for Mom, because this is a recent song. Maybe it was just me and Craig who would sing. What is um, it? That Kanye song where he says he slept with Taylor Swift. I made that bitch famous. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, is it just famous? Yeah, no, but what does he say right before that? He's like, um, I feel like, me. oh, we'd sing, I feel like me, me and, and Taylor, Taylor might still be friends. Yeah, I made her a bracelet. <laughs> Oh, that's good. Yeah, we used to sing it that <laughs> way. Really nice. <laughs> yeah, I made her up brace. God, it took me 20 years to recover that memory. But that's cute. And polish it off. That's a really cute one. I'm glad you found that little nugget in your pouch of, of stories to tell. Thanks. <laughs> Spit on a little and rubbed it on your pants leg. <laughs> polish it off. This ought to do. This ought to do. Um, and then, yeah, Sunday. Oh, my gosh. It's about to be Girl Scout cookie season, doll. Oh my god! I have some insider info about the new offerings this year. Girl, you better spell. Oh, I'll tell you off mic because I'm not. You actually really can't sure. tell I me. I don't actually know. I'm sure it's probably fine, but there's a new flavor and it looks good. Um, and they didn't say anything, but we also were ten can minutes you late. Just so tell me what the flavor is. <laughs> I don't know if I can. You say it. you think that the Girl Scouts of America is gonna like chase you down about this? They're, okay, so it's brownie flavored. It's like a brownie cookie with sea salted caramel in the middle. That sounds incredible. Doesn't it? Well, I'm glad kids are going to grow up with a sea salt chocolate profile. Yes. It's very Start elegant. young. It's very elegant. But yeah, we did show up to the meeting 10 minutes late. So I'm like, I hope that I haven't <laughs> overstepped any bounds Broken yet. your NDA. Surely I didn't have to sign an NDA about Girl Scout cookies, right? Good, dude. (laughs) Anyways, it was so cute. Tig and so my friend Kara is the she's like the Girl Scout cookie coordinator for our troop. And so she was giving this little presentation. She had these like great like manipulatives for the kids to use. She they did like finger puppets where they were like they paired off and like pretended to one was the customer, one was the Girl Scout, and she had these teeny tiny boxes of Girl no. Scout cookies. <laughs> she had printed out and folded like 
They're like three dimensional. No. And like Matilda was like, I have some peanut butter patties. They're five dollars a box. How many would you like? You know, it was so cute. Whoa, look at that assumptive question. Oh my gosh, it was so, we, yeah, earlier when okay, so our friend um How Montgomery's many would you like? Yeah. She did that to Annette earlier. So our um my high school and like my childhood best friend Erin and her family are her parents are visiting my parents and so I took today off of work to be with them and they stayed until the girls got home from school and she went up to Miss Annette and was like I'm selling peanut butter patties how many boxes would you like and I was like damn that was a Keith Sherman move right there listen that man loved an assumptive close I know he taught it to me. He always said that's how I should end my emails. I yeah. look forward to hearing from you or something. Yeah. Mm. Or when can I expect to hear from mm-hmm. you? Oh, he liked it to be a question. Yeah. He also loved to ask how are you going to plan to make this right. Oh, that's a that's the dark side of that. But that's is, that's the shadow. Yeah. No. But yeah. It's, it was. How are you going to make this right? Sometimes it needed to be made right. Well, I also loved when he would ask. Now, do you think that's right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Smart. Yeah. It was. There's some things that we need to remember. I had some uncomfortable moments at restaurants and oh, yeah. public. Oh, see, I don't feel kid. like he was a restaurant guy. No, he's never never really an asshole. No, I don't even remember him ever making a fuss at a restaurant. It was always airlines. Airlines. Or, like, ticket-related things, you know? Yeah. Where it would be like, oh, we've sort of bumped you to the next train time. And he was like... <laughs> Did you? <laughs> but we had reservations somewhere. Yeah. And so now we're going to miss those. Do you think that's right? Do you think that's right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's a good mm. point. Hotels, too. Yeah, because really. we're not, like, fussy restaurant eaters as a family. No. Um, yeah, hotels. That's a classic kind of an example where it'd be like, we got in here, and there was a blood stain on the carpet. Do you think that's Do right? Do you think that's right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. Anyways, um, yeah, so I think that's, you know, pretty much caught up just... Real cuteness at the Girl Scout meeting. Real cuteness seeing my children interact with Erin this afternoon. She oh, took me man. to school pickup. And she was like, hi, I'm Erin. I'm, I'm like a friend of your mom's. And um, Matilda was like, hi, Erin. <laughs> and I'm like, just <laughs> talk to her. Like, just period. Yeah. Today we well, did we this. know her. <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> it was really cute. She was like, today was PE. And we learned a cool thing to do that looks what like a figure learn? eight. It was like she was showing me earlier. She's like, I guess they're doing a basketball unit because she keeps dribbling this like half deflated, sad ass little ball around our kitchen. It's so loud. It's just like, she loves it. First grade it. is so much fun, dude. First grade rules. I'm like, I can't wait for her like Christmas party weeks. You know, uh-huh. they have Thanksgiving feasts in the cafeteria on Thursday or Friday, the week before Thanksgiving. Fun. Where they get turkey and stuff. I'm like, man, elementary school is cute as hell. It really is. It's so cute. It's a hella cute time. Mm-hmm. Really adorable. And, like, she still, like, will wear, you know, pants that have, like, planets on them or whatever. You yeah. Know? And she's like, I picked this out today. <laughs> you know? I like. It's editorial. I dread the days when that's, like, no longer the case where they're like, mm, when there's, like, a very not cool. <laughs> narrow window of acceptable Yes. Pants. And everything I choose will inevitably be all wrong. Oh, Ooh. yeah. You're going to be a bitch. I just, no, I mean, I'm very committed to, like, letting my children dress in a way that feels good to them. Oh, no, I know. I'm just saying no matter what you do. But, yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. In their minds, yes. Yeah. In the eyes of the children. In the eyes of the children. (laughs) Well, in my eyes, they're all children. (laughs) (laughs) No, they're all children in my eyes. (laughs) Anyways. 
Should we talk about when Harry met Sally? I would love to. So I think, again, I, I know the ridiculousness of referring to this as a period piece, but I will just um It is. It starts in 1977. Down. Okay, I was about to say. Came out in 1989. That's 12 years earlier. Yeah. You a know? A whole 12 years. That's a long time. And we know it's the 70s because Meg Ryan has very feathered hair. And blue eyeliner and eyeshadow. She was very cool cute. in every scene in this movie. She really did. Yeah. That woman's... We're going to wax poetic about her. Please! Yeah. Um, we'll get there. Mm-hmm. But I did text Molly like when I first started the movie, and I was like, I just don't feel like there's ever enough conversation about Meg Ryan's contribution to the culture. Quite and now there this this year, there has suddenly has been, because the girls on TikTok are like, it's Meg Ryan fall, and I'm like so thrilled about it. But like... We talk all the time about, like, there's just not any more, like, mid-century or, like, mid-budget comedies. Nope. This was, not, there's not a wasted word. It's, like, 96 minutes. Yep. Nora Ephron, she just said, let me get this script together and whittle it the hell down. And Rob Reiner was like, I got it, Nora. Honestly, iconic She did duo. an incredible job. Yeah, that was an incredible. Well, did you know that the characters are kind of based on them? <laughs> no way. Did, were they together? No. Oh, okay. I was like. Um, Meg Ryan is, like, for sure based on. And she was, you know... Nancy Myers. Nancy Myers. Sorry, Nora, Nora Ephron. Ephron. You know what I mean. She is our culture's greatest interpreter yes. of Nora Ephron's work. Yes. And, uh, yeah, Nora Ephron's, like, known for taking, like, having, like, very specific orders yes. at restaurants and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then they wrote the characters of, uh, or the character of Harry, like, kind of based on Rob Reiner. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. Like, he had gone through, like, a divorce and, like, yeah. I like Rob Reiner. You're going to love what I'm about to tell you. What? Is uh, he an excellent person? Oh, I wouldn't be told otherwise. Yeah. But um, he, you know how like Harry and Sally would like go to the same channel and chat on the phone? Yeah. He and Billy Crystal did that every night. <laughs> like when? When they were making the movie or just? Like, like uh, just Nora period Ephron, of like, the- wrote that detail because she was like, oh, they're just like this. Oh, isn't that cute? Well, you know, Billy Crystal's other best friend, Bruno Kirby, Ugh. was Jess in this film. He's no longer with us. No, he's no longer with us. But man, dudes rock. Dudes rock. <laughs> this actually is very much a dudes rock movie. Yeah, there's several. You know what's great about this movie is I love the scenes where you get Jess and Marie's involvement. Well, we haven't even talked about the dang plot. I'm just, I could just talk about how much I love That's this effing movie. movie. It's so perfect. But we'll get to Jess and Marie because I think that. They do some really They're good... They're a great romantic subplot. I would have watched are. the movie about them. Totally. But, like, that's also used narratively so well. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so great. God, this movie rules. So, um, yeah. It's University of Chicago, 1977. Harry, played by 48-year-old Billy Crystal, is... He's 44. 44. Okay, he's supposed yeah. to be 22, though. Yes. Um, babe, the lines in the forehead... <laughs> Deep. Deep. Deep and wide. Deep. Um, but he is... He's like... A total, you get the, the impression that he's like a neurotic. He has a very Billy Joel kind of look here. Yeah, he does. In the 70s. Yes. Like, you know, sort of puffier hair. Yeah. Yeah, um, he thinks he's like. He had a Chandler Bing kind of personality. That's exactly right. Yeah. Like, he's like, I, you know, I'm, I've got a certain way with the ladies and I've got my, you know, I know that I'm good with women, mm-hmm. but also I'm deep and like, yeah. you know. It was interesting. I'm, you know, I gotta love Harry. Harry is great. Older Harry is so much better, though. You know, so you said one thing that I really appreciated about this movie, too, is I was like, I I hadn't thought about it this way, but they just are both, like, pretty nice 
They're nice good people. people. They're like good, chill people. Yeah, good people. I was like, yeah. There's nothing they don't like- show them doing anything like, they're not like, I mean, we're so conditioned to like watch TV about assholes and like mm-hmm. neither of them is like that at all. No. They're just nice people. I would say the only like morally murky thing in the movie is Marie like dating yes. married men. Yeah. But that's not like a Harry or Sally issue. No. Yeah. Like other than that though, everyone in the movie is just kind of doing their best. Yeah. Even, like, the characters that date Harry and Sally here. Yeah. 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 They're just like a, just a crew of normal folks. There's no villains in this movie. And there's also no absolute tens out of tens hotties other than Meg Ryan. I was going to say. Meg Ryan is. But well, everyone else also, is pretty plain. Okay, you know, Carrie, Carrie Fisher's Carrie hair Fisher. is like goofy, but like and Carrie her, Fisher was hot. Oh, she was hot. Also her eye makeup. Yeah. It was all giving... It told the tale of the 80s as I've seen it photographed. Our great aunt. Great, great aunt. Jet? No. It's a... I'll tell you about it off the the mic. She's no longer in the family. She divorced out of it. Great, great aunt. Anyways, we'll talk about her later. But she had that same kind of eye makeup where it was like a heavy, (laughs) heavy dark line and clumpy. I'm out here wondering who this person is. Oh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense to anyone that's not. I was like, is this a character I forgot no, from childhood? No, we, she, no, I know who that is. Made a brief appearance, but one that thing about her. also lived moss in the eighties. She did. One thing about her was she was going to have the commemorative photo of her and her lava on their honeymoon in the Poconos where it's the novelty photo where they're edited yes, the into a brandy glass. Yeah. I w- could they I, had that. Do you think I could get that done now? Yeah, surely. <laughs> if not, then get on it because somebody will. If someone steals my damn idea again, the way the outdoor voices did with indoor choices, with indoor choices, <laughs> which is a much better name. We will now actually, as a way of sort of synthesizing an obnoxious place we were in the last ten years and where we're going, as sort of moving back into the mm-hmm. amber-colored '70s era. Yes. Is like it would be cool if you could do sort of one of those period, but not a tin type, but just like a period yes, looking how to make a proto. Look, yeah, and then have it put in like a whiskey tasting thing, and then it's you know, this is sort of like your brandy snifter, but it's more like stomp clap banjo suspender kind of people, well, and people they would buy that. it ironically. People love that. Yeah, well, they hmm. shouldn't still, you know, but. No, there's still stomp clappers out there, though. Yeah, but I think that silly, goofy sort of a look yes. would probably be a big kitsch hit. Oh, yeah. You know. I'd pay for that. Mm-hmm. I want a Brandy Snifter picture. Mm-hmm. I think it would actually be fun to do, like, a really, like, sort of burgundy aura version of it, though. Oh, yeah. You know, but, oh, like, yeah. try to commit to the bit. Honestly, you know that I have two vintage Playboys in my house that I've been given as gifts? Oh, that's a burgundy aura. You would love to flip through these. I'm sure that I would. There's, like, okay, you're going to see titties here and there. Yeah. Maybe not as many as you think. Yeah. Um, But, like, the ads. Yeah. This, like, 70s, 80s ads. Goofy stuff. So fun to look Excellent at. Excellent fonts. So many good fonts. Yeah. Man. But yeah, that's all very Marie. Yeah, yeah. Marie's <laughs> whole energy is that sort of like she amber. Like amber is the color of her energy. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but I mean like a tobacco kind of a color. You know what I mean? Like that, yes. that 80s brown. That 80s brown. Yeah, yeah. there's that TikTok someone made one time where they were like, people like 
the 80s as people remember them and it was you know like neon and shapes and they were like as it actually looked yes and it was like so much brown brown melon so much damn brown like classic brown home phone that hung on the wall yeah you know a lot of brown like very like robin's egg blue Mm -hmm. a little bit of that yeah cream Mm -hmm. like uh easter egg yellow Lots of sort of like uh, 80s and, we're sorry, not 80s and, but like Victoriana. Yeah, pastel Victoriana. Where, yeah, where it's like, you know, paintings of gardens, you know? Yeah, there was a lot of that shit that just totally sucked. Yeah, it really did. People have like, just, they're like, I don't like it, so I'm going to edit I'm going to forget the collective memory. <laughs> I think what we all, we all lived in sort of Memphis style decor homes. Yeah, you and I are here to say that's a lie. That's absolutely not true. <laughs> Most homes looked like the Cracker Barrel. Yes. Our mother did a tasteful Southwest kind of a, a gig at our home. She did. But we also but it was tasteful. like uh, that 90s Charleston sort of um, 90s vibe. Because we had, there was that pineapple wallpaper. Oh, yes. That, that, that coastal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Southern coastal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Southern coastal. That's right. You know? Yeah. Anyways. That was a, a different, a discrete color set that happened to merge well with our Southwest color palette it did that kind of terracotta and then like that kind of not quite emerald green no but not quite kelly green either and that weird almost orangey pink yeah man who what a time Mm. you can hardly believe it was real (laughs) i know i know but this movie is here to remind you i know of the mess like this a lot of this still looks chic today it looks so chic every outfit everything sally wears yeah but then even like the interiors yeah his his some of jess's like they were kind of doing norm core which is why i think it works because it kind of just always looks casual the pre-internet of this film is soothing (laughs) it really is just thinking about how many quiet moments they all had in their lives yeah oh yeah just watching whatever's on the tv right like things were quieter yeah they were you know he had a he was like oh put your names in your books that's important i'm like i don't know hardly any couple now where that would be the dispute but like books were really something you had to hold on to then yeah yeah, you couldn't just have them on your doorstep in two days. You'd have to go to bookstores to find them. You have to seek them out. With yeah. The whole thing. Man. God, I love this movie. Yeah. So um, we start in the 70s. Yeah, as I said. <laughs> we're, we're doing our best. We are, we're doing our damned best. But Fighting boy. for our lives narratively <laughs> right now. Um, so anyways, they, they're on this road trip. They stop at this cafe. You see that Sally, like, orders everything in a very fussy way. And, uh... He's like trying to insinuate that she's never had good sex. And this joke, I'm just gonna go through my favorite jokes. Yeah. But when she's like, I have indeed had good sex, like she yells it when they walk into the cafe, which I'm like, that was such a good choice. Everyone gets quiet. And then she just sort of like readjusts herself and keeps walking. She just embarrasses herself in restaurants. <laughs> yes. And she's like, and okay. Right. You and Moving I were texting forward. this about this last night. Sally condones herself with <laughs> comports herself i'm joking yeah. it's a little it's a uh rupaul's drag, drag race stroke. reference yeah um 
She comports herself with so much dignity. She really does. She doesn't do the Liz Lemon, like, oh, geez, oh, man, yeah. what a jerk. No, she, thing. like, wants what she wants and doesn't think it's a cringe to admit it. And I think she's, it's like... The, it's the non-cringe for me, babe. Right. She's like, a, like, she's giving very classic, normal, well-adjusted person. Right, yeah. Although, I gotta say, her bedroom decor, I was like... You see, that's what I'm talking about. What is up with this? It's the, it's the interior design that doesn't quite hit for me, necessarily. Like, with their clothes her. also look good. His apartment was cool. His apartment. What did his apartment look like? Yeah, that oh, yeah. His apartment. Yeah, he had, like, built-ins, yeah? Yeah. But Justin Marie's place. Oh, wow. See, well, then where, where would they go to that? Yeah, no, I guess it is their, their place when they have that game night. Mm-hmm. I mean... That is exactly how I remember them. That 90s. kitchen is just... You know? Yeah. So everything they wear rules, but, like, God, their houses. I liked the bookstore. Yeah. Yeah, that felt that soothing. Kind of vibe. Yeah. Yeah. That felt like an old bookstore in the Woodlands that I remember. It was like before, it was like the bargain bookstore near Glenlock. Huh. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like you know the one. Place. It's got a good energy, good vibes. They don't make them like that anymore. They don't. Yeah. They're not trying to be cute. They're no. not trying to be part of a you chain. You wouldn't encounter a bookstore <clears throat> that small these days. No. Either. Yeah. Yeah. But like, they got some old ass maple bookshelves that are lacquered to hell and back and mm-hmm. they're not particularly aesthetic but they got books on them i loved that place that was great um i was trying to think there was a restaurant or a business of some oh it was a yes it was that t-shirt place in the woodlands mm-hmm. we talked about this last week did we talk about it on this podcast i'm pretty sure but like i think this, how annoying is it that, that happens like frequently <laughs> like every week but like <laughs> I, I guess that discussion, I asked mom the next day if she could remember the name of it. And she was like, I know what you're talking about, but I have no idea what the name is. And I'm like, even with like all of the information in the entire world on the internet, I don't know if I will ever be able to find out what the you name of that store was. You that. That's you know? the thing I struggle with with finding old teachers, too. Yeah. Yeah. most of them are like, I'm not doing social media. And Hell if no. they retire and you don't have their email address, it's over. Exactly. I'm That's like, another one of those like... Okay, glad to see there's still some impossible things. Right, yeah. I guess it's kind of comforting in some way where it's yeah. like, well, I had to forget that just like everyone else in the world. Like, yep. our parents couldn't look up the name of whatever, but mm-hmm. I'm like, man, that's, that's still sad too, though. Like, oh, I'll I never know the name of that bookstore. No clue. God, no one around crazy. would tell me, you know, would, would know to tell me. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Um, and again, we're back at this <laughs> diner in 1977. And they have this goofy line where she's talking about this ex-boyfriend getting upset about the, her days of the week underpants. And, like, Meg Ryan does her, like, doe-eyed, like, the way she delivers this line. I told him it's the truth, that they don't make Sunday because of God. Like, it was cute, It's the man. cutest face that she makes. Like, it's very serious. Anyways, right. they get in the car and head back to New York, and he kind of makes a pass at her. And she's like no, you're dating my friend, and also, like, you're annoying to me. Mm-hmm. And then he basically tells her his sort of theory of life is that men and women can't be friends because they would only be interested in having sex with each other. And so that kind of, she's like, well, that's a shame because you're the only person I knew in New York. And so we gather from that. They're going to part ways. They get to New York. Have mm-hmm. a good life. Bye. They skip five years ahead. It's at the airport. Harry's wearing a three-piece suit. Looks great. Hair on puff. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Girl. Yeah. 
but he looks cute. <laughs> not all puffs. <laughs> and her hair. Her kids used to eat puffs. <laughs> yeah, and her hair was doing the like. Um, I don't know if they had a name for very face framing <laughs> kind of beat. I really would love to ask someone why they thought this was cute. <laughs> it kind of made your hair look like a toilet seat. <laughs> like a little mushroom. Yeah. Like a little overgrown <laughs> mushroom. Like, why did they, they bump the ends in like that? I don't know. <laughs> and we did that shit for so long in the it 90s, It really too. stuck around for so long. So long. We did, in the 90s, it became kind of the thing to have, like, the bottom part of your hair bump out. Yeah. And then you're the layer above it to bump in. It's the Rachel. God, it was like such an annoying time to have hair. <laughs> it was. The expectations, <laughs> the expectations were so damn high. <laughs> Out of... <laughs> and the stakes of having a bad hair day. <laughs> Couldn't have been higher. That is like a phrase that went away completely, never to be heard from again. And it used to be a part of our daily lives. <laughs> It's like it, it disappeared when the internet appeared because someone put, took a picture of something that said, like, I'm having a bad hair day on their computer. And we're like, this is lame as hell. Right. <laughs> I can't sell this merch. <laughs> this is humiliating. <laughs> but before that, you could go into any Cracker Barrel, any gift shop, any kind of sassy, like, chicken salad restaurant, you know. And they would have like a, Psh, I'm having a bad hair day yes. sign on the wall. But what's crazy is that Your hairdresser. Do you Great know what filled that, that void was like? Don't talk to me until I've had my coffee. Yes, or that, but first coffee. How that has not been registered thoroughly, saturatedly as cringe <laughs> is a shock it, it, to the system. It's it, like to me, it feels like where is I the gravity here? But, but but proclaim the truth of cringe here. <laughs> Who could lie this way? <laughs> This culture is nothing but the work of the deceiver. <laughs> what allows this evil to proliferate? It, it, is a, it is a reminder that cringe didn't go away. Just no, that particular joke. It didn't, but bad hair day. Man. It was crucial. It was set off, though. By someone not being able to do Sally Albright hair, I feel. I feel that as well. Thank That's, you for recovering as Yeah, because I was like, I'm so far from home. Yeah, no, Sally's hair, it was that kind of Princess Diana thing, and it's really something to behold. But, you know, if you have to do it, you might as well be Meg Ryan. Period. She has such a cute that face. face, so cute. She's like a little baby doll face. They're so cute. So she and Harry end up on the same flight. They reconnect. He tells her in the intervening years he's engaged, which she's surprised by because he was such a cynic about love. And um, he, they reconnect, and he's like, why don't we be friends in New York? And she's like, well, you told me men and women couldn't be friends. So they leave. They don't talk to each other again. Then we pick up five years later. This is the book, the book place I liked. Well, before that, isn't oh, it? Oh, you're right. They're <clears throat> at lunch. They're at lunch. It's Sally seated between her two good Judies, one of which is Carrie Fisher, Mm-hmm. Just, as we said, the most burgundy a person could be. And she also had that dinner roll haircut. She did. The whole time. Her hair was so bad. Her clothes ruled. Every fit ruled. Yeah. She rocked a really good sleepless mm-hmm. look. Mm-hmm. She had great arms. Oh, excellent. And she's got a full Rolodex with her, honey. The whole, the whole okay. thing. 
I love her, that she brought a Rolodex Of to all lunch. the men that she, know, you know, this is a guy, whatever. She got to keep her little black book on her. Uh-huh. Trying Rolodexes. To set, trying to set Sally up. When was the last up? time you saw a Rolodex? Um. Gotta be our grandparents' house. I was gonna say dad's office. He has one. Mm-hmm. Not, I don't know if it's still currently, but for <laughs> quite some time. Oh, he did. He had that kind of more modern one. Yeah. Granny and Grandpa had that full clear brown. Mm-hmm. Again, the brown. Mm-hmm. With the lid. That yeah. You, you know. I remember the lid. God. God, Rolodex. Rolodex. They went down hard. They're down bad. Ugh. They're clinging. They're just clinging to life. Sell, sell, sell. <laughs> because nobody needs one anymore. I Nobody's I kind of miss all the little set-arounds that we used to have before yeah. phones. It was a very cluttered time. It was, but, like, I don't know. I kind of like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, anyways, Marie is, like, looking for women, or for men to, not women, men to set Sally up with as soon as she tells the girls that she and her boyfriend have broken up. And she also begins to lament Marie at this point that she's seeing a married man. And yeah, Marie. Just, yeah. He just bought a $1,200 dining set. He's never yeah. going to leave his wife. Yeah. You know. And we get the classic Marie. They all say, we've told you, no one, he's never going to leave his wife. Right. She goes, you're right. You're right. I know you're right. <laughs> it's like her line. Yeah. Because she probably says it two or three times, but the line is great. It's Gary Fisher line. delivers it great. Mm-hmm. So um, they're at the bookstore at this point. Yes. Yeah. Sally and Marie go to the bookstore, which I just... The lighting, everything rules. Oh, and her scene. outfit rules here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're in self-help, and mm-hmm. then so is Harry. He, like, looks up and sees Someone them. Someone is staring at you in personal growth. That's what it was, personal <laughs> growth. Um, they start catching up mm-hmm. and then go for a walk. Yeah. Um, and turns out, you know, he's getting divorced. He kind yeah. of opens up to her about that. She's also just gone through a breakup. Yeah. And they start hanging out from here. Yeah, just start being pals. This is something Nora Ephron does so beautifully. I just watched You've Got Mail last week. Mm-hmm. This is like when Kathleen Kelly and Joe Fox decide to not be, after the store closes, they mm-hmm. become good friends. They start taking walks together. Just like, you know, doing stuff that needs to get, what needs to get done. Mm-hmm. Kind of running errands with your friends. Yeah. And that's kind of like the the general vibe I get of a Sally and Harry friendship. Yeah, you don't see errands in movies much. And you know, that's a very good thing to do with friends. Oh, it's the best kind of hangout. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I mean, like, when they go to, okay, so, well, say this. They're friends, whatever. Yeah. Um, and Sally starts dating, and... Harry is pretty cool with it. He yeah. starts dating, too. Um, he's, like, pretty miserable over things yeah. ending with his wife. There's also, oh, we skipped the hilarious scene where he's telling Jess, Bruno Kirby, about yes. the divorce. Yeah. And how his wife just, like, hired a mover a week in advance and oh lied God, to him because she's cheating on him. But, like, every time he gives a sad detail, they're at a sports game. They have to, like, stand up and do, do the, the wave. wave. <laughs> that, to me, I was like, damn, that is a timeless joke. And that it is. And it is so, it was such a funny place to shoot a scene i just like don't mm-hmm. feel like people do like goofy creative scenes that like yeah that i don't know like screenwriting i don't not to i don't even know that much about it but i feel like so many tv shows and stuff and movies that you see now it's like especially rom-coms i guess that's really what i'm gonna talk to like the characters will tell you about themselves instead of showing you uh-huh. and like Instead of them being like, I'm Harry, I like baseball. It's like, I'm here at this baseball game with my friend. Like, yeah. doing the wave. Like, it's just so, it's like, it moves, you understand more about his relationship with Jess, too. And like, yeah. that they're just bro bros and they talk about everything. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, God, yeah, Jess, this movie didn't do a lot of explaining. Jess and Marie are like perfect movie friends. They are. Like they feel real. They really do. And like yeah. the friendships between them and their friends just they just feel like true to life. I don't yes. know. Yes. Oh God. So it's so actually, well observed this film. It is. So Harry and Sally try to set um <coughs> each other up, basically. Yes. So <coughs> she invites Jess out. Um or sorry. She invites Marie out Marie, yeah. To, to meet Harry. To yeah, set her up with Harry. Mm-hmm. And Harry brings Jess out to set him up with uh, Sally. Sally. And boy, they have nothing in common. Nothing. No chemistry. And like, yeah, the guy that Jess says is his, like, the reason he became a writer. She's like, he's like saying, well, you know, so-and-so says whatever. She's like, let's just say I'm not a big fan of whatever. Jess is a writer, and I guess Sally was a journalist or... They said she was going to journalism school. Yeah, she's a journalist. Is she? Okay. They don't really ever show her at work, so I don't know. Um, and he's like, well, he's the reason I became a writer, so... And then it, like, gets quiet, and you're like, oh, no, she just, like, shit on his mentor. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, and then, yeah, pretty quickly, Marie quotes Jess from one of his opinion pieces back to him. This also feels like something that happens in You've Got Mail. Yeah. 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 There's another writer that gets quoted, or, I don't know. Like, gets recognized at a party for having written something. I'm like, man, I love this New York of Nora Ephron's. Just, oh, yeah. so well read. But you know, you would actually hate those people. Oh, oh my God. Watching this, I was like, truly yuppies are detestable people. They <laughs> are. I mean, I told you about that book I read, Shelter in Place by David Levitt. Oh, yeah. Um, I read that. It is so good. Yeah. It's so fun. Do you have it? Or did you no, check I've it out? Tra- okay. Yeah, from the library. Yeah. But it was just about very, like... You know, the New Yorker yeah. coat bag. Yes. Uh, but Gen X yes. page. And it's just These like, are boomers. Yeah. Like. Well, these are boomers. They're like our parents' age. Yeah, they're like Generation Jones boomers. Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, because Meg Ryan was born in 61. Yeah. Obviously, Billy Crystal's actually a true boomer. Right. But Harry and Sally are supposed to be, what, 30, or 27? Mm-hmm. In, no, no, no. Is that right? No, they're, they're 27 when they run into each other at the airport. 30, 32 or 32, and 34, yeah. I think is what okay. it's supposed to be. Okay. Um, she's slightly younger than him. Okay. For some reason. Well, I think... Because 89. We can't believe that those two are truly the same age. <laughs> that is true. But two years, really. Yeah, they, that was... They took it out of Billy Crystal. Okay. They said, <laughs> baby, why don't you just wait me in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know where you were going with that baby, honestly. When you had to have I was like, oh no. What's that? not it? recording. Lindsay also had to watch me do that joke as I stared <laughs> in the middle distance and pulled an eye booger out of my eye. <laughs> like an it was old, seamless. old man. <laughs> um, man. So, um, where were we with Harry and Sally, though? Uh, oh, jeez. Ah, oh, jeez. Okay, so yeah, they try to set their friends up, but oh, then yes. they both fall for each other pretty quickly. Yes, it becomes cute. clear. Jess and Marie are very into each other. Get on, like, a house on fire. Yeah, they, like, move in together pretty quickly. They both pull Harry and Sally apart. This is, again, God. Yeah. Them as a narrative device. So they're having, like, parallel conversations where mm-hmm. Jess is like, hey, uh, since you don't seem to be that into Jess, like, or to Marie, like, do you mind if I ask her out? And then... Sally's having the same conversation with Marie, and they're both like, yeah, but just wait. Like, my friend's in a really fragile place right now. Yeah. It's really sweet. Like, to hear how they talk about each other when the other one's not around, I yeah, don't know. Yeah, they're just sweet. They're trustworthy, you know? Um, so, uh, Jess and Marie pretty quickly move in together, 
Harry and Sally spend a lot of time together. They go to the sharper image. To get, like, a housewarming Is gift, Is there a more yuppie... Girl, no. Generation Jones type of... A, of course that's why that place opened. Yeah. It's to serve those people. Exactly. Wow. The gadget generation. Man. Um... But yeah, they're playing with a karaoke machine, doing Surrey with the Fringe on top. Hilarious choice. Great choice. <laughs> Both of their outfits look awesome in this, this scene, was, too. I, this is what I was trying to do today, but I don't yes. have a white turtleneck. So we, she had that cute white turtleneck and her high-waisted pants. And a belt and, like, loafers. Yes. And he was wearing this, like, perfectly fitting. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a good sweater. This is my favorite scene. Well, not this well, scene, wait, but... He was the, oh, this was the sweater. Okay. Yeah. That one... It's like Are a fisherman sure? sweater, I think. No, oh, no, 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 no. Time. He's no, wearing a button like up a, in this scene that, that oh, is, is very well tailored because he could roll the sleeves all the way up to, like, the bicep. I think you're right. Yeah. Because he actually looks, like... He looks this, very skinny in this, this scene. Well, this is, like, the part where I'm like, oh, well, I get why she and Harry would be attracted to each other. Yeah. Like, he looks cute here, I think. Yeah, he looked great. Um, Jess... They go over to Jess and... Oh, sorry. They're um, at the Sharper Image. They're at the Sharper Image, and they run into Helen, his ex-wife, with his her new man. Her vibes are really rancid. Helen's a bitch. Molly said you're a classic 80s corporate bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, like... She's like... That was so, such a villainous trope. And they yes, it really like, was. This bitch. This <laughs> ladder-climbing bitch. <laughs> and All then, she like, wants is money. In the 2000s they tried to like reclaim it like girl boss like yes I am a bitch. Yes. Yes <laughs> I am. And if you were, if I were a man you wouldn't call me a bitch. Yes. And then like now I'm like assholes come in all shapes guys. <laughs> we were right the first time. <laughs> she was a bitch. <laughs> oh my god. Third wave <laughs> corporate bitch <laughs> character <laughs> analysis. Yeah, thank you. It was a rich text. I Man. will be writing more about how we were right. Yeah. <laughs> but this energy between... Helen, her, her man, her new man, could be anybody. <laughs> I'm like, you left Billy Crystal for that for this? guy. <laughs> for for this? this? That's kind of what I feel like. Ira was his name, I believe. I sort of have a theory that, like, New Yorkers <laughs> perhaps are just um, slightly feature blind. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, especially. Seinfeld. It just starts, like, a few years after this, and yeah. it's the same deal, where it's, like, everybody on that show is the most average-looking <laughs> Yeah. Person. Well, I also think in, like, mover and shaker academic yeah. intellectual culture, I'm like... Not everyone's gonna be cute. <laughs> no, but, like, you know, you ever get, like, surprised when you see, like, who the real housewives are dating? Like, when they show the, this yeah. guy that they're excited Him? about, and you're, like... Excuse I? <laughs> right. This is a hot man for you? The, well, you're is gonna, that what the dating pool is? Right. Right. I know. I know. That's that's the vibe I caught off of that. That yeah. You know, it's like how Luann was so crazy about Tom and it's like, girl, Tom? Him? Yeah. Tom? But it feels like everybody Elaine Bennis dates, everybody Sally Albright dates. Like they're all just kind of just dudes. They're just dudes. And you they know? do rock. Some of them do. Some Je- of them don't. Jess and Harry. Jess and Harry do, but not all the girl, you know, all the guys that Sally dates. Yes. So anyway, they go over to Jess oh, this and ex- Oh, sorry, Marie's. this exchange with Helen's chili. Yes, That's it is the chili. main thing to take away from it. She says hi. It's yeah. very awkward. And then they just turn around and walk away. They don't even, it's not even like, did you guys come in here to shop at all? Or like. Yeah. 
I it's very they literally weird. just showed she up to be like across the store to be like, "Hi, Harry. I sensed you were having a good day." <laughs> Goodbye, <anymore>. Harry. <laughs> Goodbye, Harry. <laughs> It's yeah, just, she sucks. Yeah. So yeah, they go to Jess and Marie's house, um, where they're fighting about this wagon wheel coffee table. The ugliest. I love this scene. I lo- this is my favorite scene of the movie, actually, and I'll get to why in a minute. But like, oh, there's so many. First of all, excellent lines. Yeah. But Jess and Marie's, they're like, you know, just having an average kind of a conversation you have when you're trying to merge your life with someone else, and Harry just flips. His emotional cup ran over after the Helen incident. Totally. And so he's like, you know what? This is your relationship's going to sour because they all do. And yeah. write your names in your books now. Yeah. You know, at some point you're going to be calling each other's lawyers to see who can get that ugly. Yeah. Uh, Wagon wheel co- coffee table. Yeah. And like then he walks out the door and hair- Sally falls him out. Sally's like, he ran into Helen. I'm going to go check on him. Yeah. Which I have to say, one of my favorite lines is uh, in the scene where Carrie Fisher like rubs Bruno Kirby's chest yes. and she goes, I will, I will never, never want, want that, that wagon wheel yeah. coffee table. Yeah. I was Harry, like, I've had that conversation with is, Craig. She, the way she looks up at him, like she's going to say something yes. romantic. I want you to know that I will never <laughs> want that wagon wheel coffee table. So Sally follows Harry out to be like, what the hell was that? And like, this is my favorite scene. This fight is one of the healthiest. It's a great fight. Fights. And it's so like the way it ends resolves so quickly. This is like my North star. Like anytime I have a conflict with my spouse, I'm always like my husband, mm-hmm. mi esposo. I'm always like, let's just get us back to. Right. Let's neutralize let's, this. Let's have as a smooth landing. <laughs> Bring this in for a smooth and swift landing. <laughs> because I don't like a long, dragged out no, sort of a fight. No, you know, we talk about this all the time. Some people really like to fight. I really, really don't like to fight. And I didn't marry someone that really likes to fight either. No. So it's just like, I'd rather be chill. Right. I'd, ra- like, I'd rather we come to some sort of an agreement. Right. And, and then we move can go forward. watch one of our stories. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's so, their vibe here. Like, he's like, oh, you're not, you're. You're too emotionally repressed to, like, move forward. You're so stuck on Joe because you're, like, not having sex with people. And she's yeah. like, well, you are out the village in my street. <laughs> and I don't see you moving past Helen, so obviously that's not working. Yeah. And then. And he's like, hey, can I say something? I'm really yeah, sorry. I'm really sorry. And it's like, well, because she goes, like, uh, she says something about, like, um. I can't. She says something that kind of is like mean to him, but he goes, "Are you finished?" And she's like, "Yes." He's like, "Can I ask you, or can I say something?" I'm sorry, and like gives her a hug, and then they just go back inside. Yeah, but there was some. I was gonna. She like basically like obliterated him for a minute. Oh yeah, she. It was about she to shot go on that man whole life. It was like a like if he had like escalated. I feel that she was ready to escalate further. Like yeah. she had thoughts. You don't want to get into an arms race with her about no, that. no. I have to pee so bad. Okay. <laughs> So anyways, I think that, like, their relationship then just continues to, like, oh, Molly peed, by the way. (laughs) You just say that. I was trying to, like, (laughs) reestablish this, like, oh, yes, we're coming back to where we were in the conversation. You seemed so confident. You're like, where were we? And I gave you, like, one little hint, and you're like, got it. So I think (laughs) what happens from here... Oh, a little behind the scenes, sometimes goofy crap happens, and I just have to pretend that I was right where I was. Yeah. I try to make it seamless, but this time, I failed. <laughs> well, you, <laughs> you intentionally <laughs> paused your thought to say Molly peed. Then I realized that I hadn't addressed that previously, and it just sort of 
we didn't cut that out. So it's like, I need to pee. Yes. And as I was saying, you know, God, have you ever, it feels like listening to our podcast with the DVD commentary of our <laughs> podcast playing at the same time. It's kind of what it sounds like when we're both sort of talking at the same time. So at this point, I was yeah, like, it does. <laughs> These bitches just be talking cacophonously, <laughs> sounding like DVD commentary. <laughs> People hate to sit betwixt us at the movie theaters, you People guys. People make that clear in ways physical and verbal that they do not like to sit physically between us. We have this one really sweet friend who we haven't talked to in a while, but I hate when I say sweet friend, but she is like a sweet person and yeah. she's our friend. It just sounded very evangelical. But one time I was like planning to go to happy hour with her and I was like, hey, should I met my sister? And she was like, I'm going to be emotionally honest with you and sort of tell you no. <laughs> the two of you together can be a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, wow. Okay. I mean, I knew it, but somebody finally said it. I know. Anyways. Um, so back to the story at hand, though. Um, Harry and Sally's relationship becomes very, like, you know, intertwined. Like, they're doing stuff together. They're getting their Christmas trees, you know talking on the phone watching movies and stuff so she calls him one night and she's like i ran into my ain't shit ex no he called her right didn't her ex call her yes he he's like her. i have news i'm engaged to kimberly <laughs> which i think is the name she uses in you've got mail where she's like don't they know they're supposed to have a last name i don't remember that part you gotta watch you've got mail i've seen you've got mail like so many times but it's never enough for you, you've got mail people. No. Because if I don't know every line of you've got mail, you look at me like I don't know a holy text. We are a people, aren't we? Y'all are out of control. <laughs> Honestly, you're the most aggro fandom and no one talks about it. You are more toxic than the barbs, than the lambs, than the beehive, than whatever the K-pop girls are. What, what is our standum name? Um, mailmen. Sure. Oh yeah, you've got mail. Mm-hmm. You're really good at you know you came up with the nest eggs for your I nest did. of carbonell. Well, I did. I'm the street good for the nest eggs. <laughs> sort of thinking on your feet Thank about you. a goofy little pun. I sort of like to um, roller skate on that layer of mm -hmm. life. Yeah. I just want to make a couple jokes. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways. Why did I bring up You've Got Mail? I don't know. You guys can't help yourselves. You're we so really aggressive can't. with it. We cannot it. help I ourselves. Can't, no, and it's like, oh, this is just like in You've Got... No, it's not. No, it's not. Just, no, just like in You've Got Mail. Not. I never say that in life. I'm just like, when you're watching a movie, sometimes there's a reference that mm. Nora Ephron made in You've Got Mail. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's also a very good text. It's just not a period piece. It feels like it is. It does. Because you ancient, dusty bitches will not let it go. <laughs> um, not enough. When people tell me that You've Got Mail is better than When Harry Met Sally. Oh, no, that's absolutely wrong. It's wrong. That's wrong. No, I love both of them, but there's no. There's no comparison. Thank you. When Harry Met Sally is, like, one of the best movies of all time. Period. Period. Someone needs to stop putting M&Ms in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Is that a TikTok? No. Oh, <laughs> could be. Just <laughs> could be an audio now. Um, really, truly, where were we in this plot? 
Um, okay, so she talks to her ex, and then, like, oh, Harry yes. comes over, and they doink. Yes. You know. Yeah. Um, and then he leaves, like, first thing in the morning, and is like, I'll call you for dinner. Yeah, and it's so awkward. And she knows that this is, like, a weird time for him, like, when to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's self-conscious, because she's heard what he talks, like, how he talks about this other experience women. with yeah. other women. So I guess that is sort of one thing about Harry that's maybe not ideal. Right. Um... But uh, it's a very clearly awkward moment. They're both rehearsing, like, how are they going to get out of this? Mm -hmm. And, like, basically they both hope that Sally gets to say it was a mistake first. And it does work out that way at dinner. She's like, it was a mistake. Like, we shouldn't have had sex because that just kind of made things weird. But, like, let's reset. Yeah. Well, they they both call Jess and Marie at the same time. Yeah. Which, apparently, this scene took 60 takes to film. Oh, I absolutely believe it. That is... It was like they were playing tennis. Yeah. That is so, the way that it was like. It was impressive. For them not to talk over each other. Mm-hmm. But you're following two conversations. That is such a masterful scene. It really is. I, re- I like, I remember thinking like, this is so effing clever. Like, yeah. Yeah, they're both, I don't know. It's in the, the when Jess and Marie look at each other and they're like, they had sex. Yeah. It was a mistake. You know, like, <laughs> oh my God. It's yeah. The rules. Um, but yeah, well, they, she gets mad they, at him for something. Well, add that after they get off the phone, Jess says something like, please don't tell me, or tell me I don't ever have to be out there again. Yeah. And I think they get engaged, like, right after that. Yes, yeah, yeah that's right. And then, but why do they, she gets mad, they have, like, a fight. Because Harry she's not. Sally? Yeah, because she's not talking to him. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. Oh, it's at their wedding. It's at Jess and Marie's wedding, maybe. No, that's not right either. Yeah, I don't remember why they fought. I think Jess and Marie get married hella fast, maybe. And so there's still sort of like an awkwardness Mm -hmm. because they do get into a big fight at the wedding. I can't remember how this all plays out. But, um, yeah, she's, oh, I think, I think the wedding, no, Jess and Marie were already engaged because they sleep together shortly before Jess and Marie's wedding because it's still awkward. Okay. Okay. I think, you know? Yeah. Um, but at the wedding, I don't know if that's right either. I can't remember how the plot We're goes, not honestly. stress about it. For it to be one of my favorite movies, I don't even know. Um, but yeah, anyways, they get in a huge fight at the wedding, for sure. They might have had a previous one. And um, it's like, things are said. Like, they hurt each other's feelings. They exchange barbs. Yes. And so, they're no longer chill. Um, then it comes to be New Year's Eve. It comes to be New Year's Eve. <laughs> As it comes to pass. <laughs> that is not a phrase, is it? <laughs> no. But they, like, kind of move forward towards, yeah. in time, towards mm-hmm. New Year's Eve. And um, that's a very poignant time for Harry and Sally, famously, and everyone else. But right. they've had a previous New Year's together where they were like, if you're ever alone on New Year's, I'll be your date. Mm-hmm. And they have a little smooch. Yeah. A smooch between friends as a treat. Yeah. Um, And so she's at this this party, this New Year's Eve party, Halloween party. Again, talking to the most average men. Not a good looking. Not a good looking crew. Not particularly um, spectacular man. Yeah. She's wearing a real cute 80s type of an outfit. The weirdest, shortest little kitten heels you ever did see. Her hair was big in this scene, if I recall. Yeah. And Harry um, realizes that he wants to, like, like, be with her on New Year's Eve. 
And so he runs, and they have this, like, the whole speech where he's like, I love this about you. I love that about you. And then um, when you realize the person that you want to spend the rest of your life with, you realize you want the, I don't know, how does he say it? You want the rest of your life to start as, as, as soon, soon as possible. As possible. Yeah. They get together. It's cute. Now, we failed to mention one of the cutest parts about this movie is that they have these little yes. interstitials. I was of- trying to look up who they <clears throat> who the people are <clears throat> well because i couldn't remember all of them because we were going to talk about our favorite yeah it's so they start at the beginning and like interspersed through different parts of the movie they'll have an old couple talking about how they got together and um the movie ends with harry and sally talking about their wedding and they were like and we got together and uh we got married three months later <laughs> the coconut cake yes wait is this my phone yes Whoa! What happened? Well, I'm not a pretty shitty website. <laughs> <laughs> that was scary. I thought you were getting like, <laughs> like your phone was been t- like had been taken over. You got spammed. <laughs> you know, you were you were really worried about. Yeah, my someone bio took all your data. <laughs> um, no, I'm. Well, you should be worried because I'm on a website that would do something like that. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, the old couples, they're, the first one is, I thought, wasn't it the one where they had grown up together, like, two streets away? Oh, yeah, they, um, like, went to the she same looks school, just the same. all the stuff. Yeah. 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 I love that one. I think they're adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I don't, I don't see them, they're not even mentioning these old folks in the cast. That's crazy. For, for them to be disrespected in this fashion. Um, in this fashion. In this fashion. Oh, we didn't talk about the cat's delicatessen scene, which has its own section on the Wikipedia page. Yeah, because it's like one of the most iconic scenes. Obviously, in the film iconic history. film. Um, yeah, uh, Harry, this is when they're still friends, just like pals. Um, Harry is like, says something about how he knows women have a good time when they're with him. And she's like, how do you know? And he's like, I know. And then she's like, well, okay, let me do this fake orgasm in the middle of this deli. And it is very funny. I can't believe Meg Ryan did that. She did a great job of it. Because she was like a young girl of 28. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I would be... I guess actors are just she was different so kind of people. Good at it. Yeah, she's there's, so I, good I at it. I think I read some interesting facts about it, and I, they, they, they're gone. Yeah, there's it, no room in my know, for that. I know that um, Rob Reiner's mother was the old lady that says, "I'll have what she's having." Yes, which is iconic. Man, that's a good scene. That's man. Okay, so the old couples. There's um, she lived in the next village. Yes. Um, there's the Roberta. Wait, okay, what is the guy who had that all the wives? Yeah, the Italian guy, and he was like, this is my first wife. And then we got divorced. And he's like, can't remember the order of everything. And his, his wife will be like, no, then you married so-and-so. Yeah. Like, corrects him. Uh-huh. Uh, no, that was Roberta. And like, and then I finally realized I wanted to be with her. Yeah. They were just funny. They were funny. And then, <clears throat> um, okay, who are the other ones? She looked oh, just the, the little, same. Yeah, he looked just the same. Oh, the girls' camp. Girls' camp and boys' camp. She was a camp counselor at the girls' camp, and he was the one at the boy camp, camp counselor at the boys' camp across the lake. And they had a mixer, and he she saw him coming across the room, but she thought it was coming to talk to my friend so and so because people oh, were always crossing yes. rooms to talk to her. That one. Okay, yeah, I feel like I liked that one the best. Yeah, she was cute because of the way she said that. 
Yeah. They were always crossing, crossing rooms to talk to Maxine, I think mm-hmm. is what it was. God, that's so cute. Yeah. What an adorable movie this is. I know. This was like every... So, uh... Obviously, I was on the same Delta 8 kind of situation as I was watching this. Mm -hmm. But, like, every one of those old people things, I would just, like, have that cheesy, like, man, I love my husband. Right. You know? I know. I know. I was just, like, you kind of made me tear up. Marriage movie. I do. Yeah. You gotta love it. Harry Connick Jr., at what, like, 21 years old, did the the music for this movie. Kind of nuts. That is, I mean, and you couldn't have known how iconic this was gonna be. The, mu- the this music film? is, like, perfect for it as well. I know. But 32 years later. The fact that this is number six on the 2008 AFI's top ten romantic comedy. That's what I'm saying. What is more romantic? Can you find it? Can you find you No, know, I can't. It's, like, not clicking me through to the right thing. But Do you think that we could just look for AFI? Yeah, AFI top ten romantic comedies. But it's in 2008. So I don't know if they've updated it in the years since or. Well, let's see. I'm that was so definitive to see. But, like, what are you going to put above it? Nothing comes close as far as I'm concerned. No. Nothing compares. Nothing compares to you. Man. God, I love this movie. Um, It was nominated for Best Original Screenplay at the Academies. And I'm like, nominated? Again, what one? City of Lights from the first one. Or for like the uh, 1931. City... That's City the, Lights. City Lights. That's the, the number top one. romantic comedy? Yeah, it was City Lights. I've Who's never heard ever of it. seen it? I've never heard of it once in my life. No. How Have you that? heard of this movie? No. Look it up, would you? City Lights? City Lights. And mm. then number two, Annie Hall. Annie Hall is very good, one must say. It's not better than When Harry Met Sally. It's not. Man, I don't know. Not, that one is really close. It's not three slots above it. Paul Simon wasn't in When Harry Met Sally. But what are four and five? Oh, okay. Well, there's other ones. Three, four, oh, and five. Oh, Annie Hall's just two. Okay, yeah. sorry. Uh, it Happened One Night? I don't think so. Uh, these mm-hmm. are all, like, from... These are old bitch movies. Old? I don't... Yeah. Roman Holiday. Oh, I do love Roman Holiday, but it's not better than When Harry Met Sally. The Philadelphia Story. Mm-hmm. Number seven, Adam's Rib from 1945. What? 49. I've never heard of that. I haven't either. Um... Number eight, Moonstruck. That's a good one. That is a... Why isn't that number two? I don't know. Number nine, Harold and Maude. Oh. Number ten, Sleepless in Seattle. You know, I've never seen Sleepless in Seattle. Mm, she's cute. I don't think I like it as much as you've got mail. Where are my mailmen at? <laughs> They're out there. Y'all will find each other. Oh, I know. What a weird list. Yeah. What a weird list. Um, has a list of sports movies. I guess sports movie is like a... That's a genre. That's a genre. genre. It's not one that I care to watch again. Sure. Um, Anyways, uh, this movie just rules. It just does. It just rules. We're doing a bit of a left turn Mm -hmm. um, (laughs) next week in that uh, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we will be viewing a show that I think the world wanted me to believe that I made up in my head and wasn't real for many, many years. Mm -hmm. I had to stand in my truth. For mm-hmm. almost 20 years until they were uploaded on YouTube. But there was a show that lasted for six episodes on CBS. With Cloris Leachman? With Cloris Leachman. And it is a multi-camera, canned laughter, period piece comedy. A TV set, show. TV show. <clears throat> half hour comedy. Set in 
colonial America. It is called Thanks! With an exclamation mark. The thought that this got the green light and funding with that as a concept. Who else was in this? I have no idea. I remember seeing ads for that in like that 70s show when I would, you know, watch my little like Simpsons Mm -hmm. King of the Hill two Mm -hmm. hour special. That block. (laughs) Two hour special. block of TV. Yeah. Yeah, and be That's like, a thing our kids won't understand either. Blocks of TV? Yeah. They'll never know the joy of finding a good one. Yeah. The God. work that goes into having to find good programming? <laughs> you kidding me? God. <laughs> this is why I think when people are like, oh, God, I hated growing up in the suburbs. I was like, they had great TV, though. The TV. <laughs> what you fail to understand is the TV. See, I'm even searching thanks on IMDb right now, and it's like... We found it on YouTube, though. Yeah, so it's on YouTube. Uh, I would say, I would entreat you to watch at least the first two episodes for discussion. I'll watch the whole thing. I probably will, too. (laughs) The hell? I'll power through. Okay, found it. Oh, my God. Thanks, 1999 to 1999. Wow. One promotional photo of Cloris Leachman looking like milk. (laughs) She She looks... Stony baloney in this photo. <laughs> they didn't even put powder on. I'm her pretty face. sure this is just a, a picture of a TV screen. Actually, <laughs> do you see? It looks bad. Um, okay, so <coughs> Timothy Dutton Who? is in this. Um, I don't know what you would have seen him in. Me neither. Um, Kirsten Nelson, Jim Rash, Jim Rash from Community. He played the dean. Oh, I never watched Community. Weird little bald bitch. I didn't really either. Erica Christensen is in this. Oh, that rolls. Okay. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm already sold. She's Julia Fashions. (laughs) Glenn Shaddix. Why do I know that name? You don't. I do, though. Okay. Anyways, that's what we're watching next week. We'll continue discussing the cast list Uh, off mic. (laughs) (laughs) And for more of that content, head to our Patreon. (laughs) Anyways, y'all have a great week. Um, Watch Thanks or Don't, but we'll be talking about it. All right. Bye. Bye.